Welcome back to Castle Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture. I'm Joel Cardenas. And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. Today we're talking about pay inequality and amongst the genders. And this is a pretty big topic, but we're going to break it down in a really casual, really smooth way. So sit back and get ready to enjoy this conversation. And you know what, Yvette, why don't we just jump into the conversation yeah, right just, now? Just, just do it. Yeah. So... From the beginning, who doesn't love money? Who doesn't want their money? Who doesn't want to get paid? Who doesn't want to get paid fairly for a job that they do? Yeah. Obviously, sometimes things, depending on your education, depending on your experience, will determine your pay. Now, one thing that shouldn't determine your pay but does, and it's been like this, unfortunately, <laughs> since probably the beginning of time, is gender. And we have seen throughout many years, throughout the course of history, how men have been paid more than women for doing the same job. And it's continued, and you would think by now that we're in the year 2018 that a lot of this, for the most part, should be resolved, right? Right. Of course it's not. And it's continued to show, especially these out these recent months, we've seen more studies that have shown how women's pay is just terribly low compared to their male counterparts. For the same work. The same work, the same experience. Sometimes we're even having more experience. Oh, yeah. Now my book's starting to boil. <laughs> Sometimes we're, they could be there for years. They could be there for a decade. And a man could come in with two years experience and he will get more pay. Now, that's just an example of just, but there are plenty of stories. So we want to dive into this conversation and we're going to start off with just some basic question, like for you, Yvette, I'm going to start out with this basic one because this is a really deep topic, but I think we've seen recently with, I think it was, was it, who was it from Hollywood that was it Michelle? I'm trying to remember her name. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Okay, Thank I you. Yeah. Michelle you. Williams yeah. Uh, brought this up because she wasn't getting paid hardly anything compared uh, to her male counterpart, Mark Wahlberg, mm -hmm. for, a mo for a movie recently. Yep. And, and she was a lead. Yeah. And so Mark Wahlberg, he actually ended up donating the difference. I mean, which is a nice gesture and everything. Yeah, it was but I don't know what the company of the movie was. I don't know which uh, who was it that distributed it. But come on now, now come on, and not just to them because we do hear it a lot. And I know in these past few months we've had a lot of celebrities come out and say, "I'm not getting paid equally as men." I think um, I forgot the reporter's name. She was on E. Cat Sadler. Yeah. yeah I she, wanted to bring this one up too. Yeah, she on well, the same page. Yeah, yeah. And, and and she left E and I think I don't know yeah. if she's suing E or I don't know. I don't think she's suing E. I I think I heard that she found another job. I don't know what it is. But yeah, she left E abruptly after finding out that her co host, Jason Kennedy, made a significant amount more than she did. And, she's and been they on started around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, she's been there she was there for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And Yvette, I wanted to bring this up and, and my first question to you is, I guess, your immediate thoughts about why is it that we're still in, we're in 2018 and this is still not only just, I'm not going to say it's just a problem. This is still a big problem. Yeah. Well, first of all, Shaw, I want to thank you for bringing up this topic. I know it was, it was actually uh, your idea to, to talk about this. And I think that's great because you're a man and <laughs> I'm a woman and a lot of men are kind of, um, they don't want to talk about this topic because they're obviously on the winning end. And so they don't, and I don't want to say they don't, they want to change things and they want the women, they, they, they don't want women to succeed like them. But I think they kind of just, a lot of them, at least that I know that I talk to, kind of just hide and like don't really know how to respond and don't really know what to say and don't really know what to bring up. So yes, thank you for bringing this up in general. Thank you for being brave enough to bring this up. 
And to your question, why this is still happening in 2018, I wish I knew. I don't know who decided a long time ago. I guess it was society (laughs) who decided that men were going to make more than women. I know that at one point men worked and women, it wasn't very common for women to work. So... Okay, so then women enter the workforce and maybe don't necessarily have enough, uh, ha- have as much experience as men. So this is a long time ago. We're, this is, I don't even know when. I don't even want to think about it. But now it's crazy because we do have women with degrees and women with experience and women with knowledge and just wisdom and, and the ability to do the exact same job that a man is doing for the exact same amount of time. Maybe sometimes even more. And still there's that disparity. And I don't know where it comes from. Now, when I get when I think about this and I don't know if you know the answer, if you do, please educate me, because I tried looking it up and I don't I don't necessarily I couldn't necessarily find anything that explains this. Now, we hear this all the time, at least, you know, especially uh, us women, we hear that for every dollar that a man makes, a woman makes seventy nine sense to his dollar and then that even that gap widens by race and so they say that uh, a, a white woman will make um 79 cents to the man's dollar a black woman will make 60 cents a hispanic woman will make 55 wow. cents to a white man's one dollar so you hear that, that i did not know yeah yeah so it's 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 frustrating but and maybe this is a dumb question so yeah. i but i really do want to know how is that decided like i want to know you know, like a, an employer gets an application and the application says it's from Sam Jones. OK, well, we're going to pay Sam Jones this. Let's say he's white. This white man, we're going to pay him seventy five thousand dollars a year for this job. But then if that application were to say Samantha Jones, like, are we going to how how is it decided? That, oh, well, she's actually only going to get just because of the, of the name. Like, what I'm saying is I don't understand how that happens or why that's happening or how how it's. Determined. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it, it, no one's ever explained how it is that, you know, and, and then if this if this name were to be Samantha Garcia, we're going to be like, oh, no, actually, she's a Hispanic woman. So we have to pay her less than we would pay the white woman. Like, I don't know how these numbers are brought up. And I don't know if I'm making it more complicated. And really, it's just like the, these numbers come from actual research. And I mean, I'm sure they do, but they come from actual um, they're actual like data from women who are of certain race and, of you know, obviously of men and the same job. So I but that's something that's always been confusing to me. And I don't know how how that's determined and why. And does that even make sense? Yeah, I think some of the or- a dumb question. No, it's not a dumb question <laughs> okay. at all. I think and I, I know I might be going third rail already. I know we're just jumping in. <laughs> yeah. I, might, I might be going third rail, but we're going to have to go there. That's fine. I think there. some of the origins begins with. I know we've heard the term before, the old boy network. I think, and for those who may not know it, it is, it's the old boy network uh, refers to social business connections amongst uh, male-only uh, private schools. And it goes mm-hmm. to sometimes where, you, oh, I know this guy. He works at this company, and he's a good guy. He was an old frat buddy and things like that. And they become well, it's rich or they become sort of powerful. And okay. then it's just a continuation of hiring and continuing to help out men for the most part. Okay. It's helping out other men. So if a woman were to enter that network, what, they're not going to help her up the same way? And they're going to try and like screw her over? Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'd go. The, uh, 
I don't know if I would go that far, but they're definitely not going to help her as much as, as they would help. Yeah, if, if, if Wendy came along and she came along at the same time as Brian, but Brian went to insert college here. Okay, then that's the alma mater of the VP and uh, this. Okay, then of course they're going to help out there, and that's not just an alma mater thing. That might be also well, he's got connections, he's got things like that. Mm-hmm. I think those are some of the origins. Yeah, no, I, and I think that makes sense, mm-hmm. and I think, and I think you're right. I just want to know if that's... That's not acceptable at all. No, well, of but course. But still, no, no. yeah. But I just want to know if that happens ever. Obviously, I know for sure it happens in some places. Mm-hmm. I know without a doubt that that's how it happens, especially, you know, you've got nepotism and you've got connections and they all. everybody says it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that's right. that's absolutely true. But, uh, but uh, I'm trying to no, well, think how to phrase this. No, it, it, it's, it's complicated because another thing, here we go, going third rail again, <laughs> but we need to touch the third yeah, rail. Let's, let's touch them all. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. It's... Part of it has to do with the unfortunate stereotypes that some employees, not all, but some, they still hold. Now, it's unfortunate that if you get like somebody with the last name of Garcia uh-huh. and somebody with the last name of, you know, insert whatever, Davidson or, or, or something, let's say a Caucasian last name, is there, a, there, well, there might be a stereotype there. There could be. There could be like, why should we hire? And I'm not saying that that's mm-hmm. acceptable, but... I'm not going to be naive and say that doesn't happen anymore. Of course that happens. Yeah. Of course that's that still happens. Yeah. There are some stereotypes that might that people might fall into and say, well, if I hire, I need a new general manager, should I get, you know, Johnny? And this doesn't have to do with race anymore. Now it would just be just gender. Should I get Johnny who has maybe two years experience as a, as a former general manager? But then you got Stacy who has five years. But you know what? Maybe Johnny might have... He might know what we need. He, we need to mix things up. Mm-hmm. We need somebody strong. Mm-hmm. Th- these are the key words oh. that I, I've heard before. We need somebody yeah. strong. So strong. We need a leader. Yeah, we need yeah. somebody who's a leader. And unfortunately, these tags have been mostly been with men because men, you'd say strong and mm-hmm. a leader. Not that women can't be strong. They can. Mm-hmm. It's just for whatever reason, we just have the tag of Somebody who's strong, somebody who can be a leader, somebody who could tell it like it is. Oh, so that, I just that's, my eyes for anybody who couldn't see. <laughs> that, that usually has fallen, unfortunately, yeah. on, in the men category. Yeah, and I don't think you're wrong. And and even so, even if, let's say in this, in this uh, example that you're giving out, mm-hmm. even if, like you said, Stacy has five years of experience, and I don't know, I forgot his name already, has two years of experience. <sighs> let's say they do go with Stacy because she has more experience, but they offer her less money than, than, than they right. would have offered whatever his name is. Yeah. So... That's okay. That like, <laughs> I'm sorry. My question. I know it probably sounds weird to, no. but I, I what I want to know is: Do these stats, these numbers that we say that you, or that we hear that women make 79 cents to the, the, a man's dollar, are those determined before the fact or after the fact? Is what I want to know. Are these, and I'm guessing it's after the fact because I don't think, at least I would hope that these people who are hiring don't get together and say, okay, well, what what is what is the gender? What's the race? All right, this is the pay. I I would hope that that's not actually what's happening. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that hasn't happened already but i i know that that's not the general consensus i hope but for me look there was a a survey done by i'm gonna butcher the name but i'm gonna try my best uh elevist they're a financial firm focused on women investors and this re- this research survey says, excuse me found that 83 percent of women believe that men are often paid more than their female colleagues for the same work and 61 percent of men agree so Men, for the most part, men are agreeing. My concern, this is just me, and this might be me being a little selfish, is 
why only 61% of men think that they agree? Like, I think that should be I a little... I think 100% of you should know that you probably are. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you never know, but... You... And, and no, and, and I think what you're kind of hinting at is true. There are some people who don't... There are some men who don't want to see that changed. That's yeah. just the honest truth. I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to be divisive here. I'm not trying to be like that, but... That's the answer. There's always going to be a few amount of people that want to keep things the way they are. And whether it's from everything from racism to equal pay to whatever, there's always going to be that. And for me to be reading some of these stats and seeing that 48 percent of women, this is in that same study, think that they have to work twice as hard as a man uh, to take home half the pay. That's so true. Do you have, yeah. and do you not only do you feel like that do you, have you I guess have you ever if you don't mind sharing have you ever felt or have you ever been in a job where you felt that you had to work twice as hard or just a little bit harder than your male counterparts? Or do you know of somebody that has that has felt like Yeah, I definitely know of a lot of my girlfriends and a lot of people just in general that a lot of women in general that that feel like that. I in my personal experience I have felt like I am doing a lot of work and not getting compensated for it. I don't know. I don't. I haven't had in my experience like an exact male counterpart in my professional experience ever since I graduated and you know got a, my first full full time job. I've just been surrounded by other women in that exact uh, position that I'm in. So I yes, I uh, there are other men in the position, but they're doing different in the workplace, I should say. But they're doing different things, and so I don't really have anything to compare it to. Being a woman, you just kind of know that if there were, like in my, in my position or my experience, if there were a man, I I just know that, yeah, he'd probably be getting paid more. It, both of, and, and I don't, and I, I don't know the answer to this. And so it, maybe it's best at this point that I don't, but both of the positions that I have, t- that I have the, well, the position that I have now and the position that I had before, both of them, I took over after a man. So I don't know that. You know, that I'm being paid the same that he was being paid. And I don't know if that is for any other reason. It could be an experiencing. It could be just, uh, you know, like you said, who you know thing. And I don't know it in my experience. But I do know a lot of people that, yes, they do the exact same work or more and still aren't paid the same amount. And it's, I don't know, it gets to a point where you don't really know how to address it. You don't know what to do. You And, and I think a lot of women can, can attest that you wonder that if you speak up, will that, like penalize me more will that affect me and my you know i've got a review coming up are they just gonna now am i gonna be combative combative i should say am i gonna be the one who stirred up trouble so and this isn't everybody a lot of women don't care and they will speak up and i uh, commend you completely for it but yeah the thing is you you don't really know how much everybody makes you right. don't you you know we don't walk around with a number over our head because imagine if we did oh. and imagine if there's no way to change it and you have to like you know you're you're 25,000 a year and you sit next to 75,000 a year and you know you're doing the exact same job you yeah. know that that's got to be really frustrating but yeah we don't have a number we don't yeah we don't carry a number over our head or on our forehead that says how much everybody makes and i know there's a lot of factors that contribute to how many how much people make but yes gender is a big thing and it's it's frustrating, and I don't know that a lot of men would want that out there either. I don't know that they would f- feel 
comfortable like I, I, being approached by their counterpart and saying, hey, how much do you make? Because I, I'm about to go negotiate right now for my, you know, next year. And I would like to know where, what I can. You know, I don't know that right. I wouldn't I would personally know I wouldn't ask a counterpart. Uh, maybe if someone wasn't at the job anymore, it was a different way. I wouldn't ask someone that I'm actually working with because I also don't want to make things uncomfortable. And, you, and I know that they say you shouldn't talk about how much you make. At least that's how certain companies it's not illegal, but companies say that you shouldn't probably because they don't want problems. But I mean, you're you're on the other end. You're a man, and I don't know if you've ever known for sure. Like, if you've ever, I know you've worked in a couple different positions and places, and I don't know if you've ever known for sure that you make a lot more than a woman, a woman, a female counterpart for doing the same job. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever felt some type of way about that. I there was only one job. I just to be kind of. I'm usually a very open person, mm -hmm. but in this case, I'm not going to mention where it was at. Mm -hmm. But there has been one job where I entered at the same time. We were doing the same job mm -hmm. together, and not that I know, not that I, I just had the feeling that I was treated a little bit more like the alpha of the two. Hmm. Um, now I don't know about pay. Mm -hmm. I, that, that, I don't know. I never found that I know or whatever. Want to question it? Mm -hmm. But they were there were a couple of times where, to me, at least, it felt just to me that it was pretty clear that I was being treated like the alpha of the two. And how did you feel about that? At first, I felt well, maybe they just trust me more. And I think, and I'm not trying to make it an excuse, not for me, but I mean for other men, sometimes I think at the beginning, men feel like that. Oh well, they just probably just trust me a little bit more than than you know Janice or Sarah or what insert whatever name uh -huh. here. Uh, but then you begin to see kind of a pattern of you get more responsibility, you get you, you become almost more of the face of the two. And at least for me now, I have to put this preface that I grew up with my mother. I grew up surrounded around you know, strong women, even throughout college and even to this day still strong women are the biggest influence that I have in my life I grew up a little bit I guess, more aware of what women's rights and what and, and things like that and, and how women should be treated and it began to make me feel a little kind of uncomfortable in the sense of like no we came in at the same time mm -hmm. I I appreciate the fact that and also I was I should say was I am I'm, I, I am younger than this person and when we entered, I was, yeah, then, yeah, then, and I don't know the experience. I never asked this other person what her experience or how experience was as far as in this profession and what we were doing. And I'm sorry it can be really big, but I just really, no, no, I, I need to keep it big. Yeah, yeah but I want to keep it really big. But yeah. um, I'm sure she had much more experience in doing what we were doing. Ah, and then okay. I, then I, I had never had experience. The only experience I had was that I worked in a position that was kind of like, the okay. position that I just got. Uh -huh. So to have this trust to me was okay at first, but then it was just like, I don't know. I, I just felt, it felt odd. I can't Did say. Did you feel guilty? I'm, uh, and I'm not saying you should. I'm just I'm no. wondering if that's how you felt. Uh, yeah. Once I discovered, uh, um, this is like real clear favoritism here uh -huh. and they're treating this other person kind of like, well, you just kind of follow along with what Joelle does. Uh -huh. And, like, no, like we were supposed to be equals here. We were meant we were hired at the same time to do the same job, to work as a team. Not one was up above the other. Mm -hmm. But the people that were in charge, um, 
I saw them treating me a little bit differently. And at first I thought, I honestly thought, well, it's because maybe they just trust me more and they see me as, you know, young and ambitious. I'm trying to like find out check marks. Okay, this is must be the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Because in all reality, they shouldn't have given me this much. Mm-hmm. Now, now that I look back on it in hindsight, like, no, they really shouldn't have. I was really just starting off. But it made me feel uncomfortable and I hope there wasn't any pay disparity. But it was very clear who was considered a favorite, and it made me, whereas some places you would feel like, oh, that's very flattering. Towards the end, I just blew it off. Like, it's it's whatever or whatnot, but I always try to shine more of the spotlight to her because I felt like I just didn't deserve it for a while. Yeah, now it, well, it kind of does sound like you, you felt guilty. Yeah. And let me ask you something. You said that you, you told yourself in the beginning, oh, they probably just trust me more. Now, when you told yourself that, <laughs> was there a reason for them trusting you more? Like, did you think... They probably just trust me more because I have experience in this or because I am trustworthy or, you know, like. The the reason I thought was because, well, maybe because I came from a job that was a a lot of responsibility before then as well. And also I had my master's degree. Okay. Whereas this other person didn't. Okay. Um, And not that's the end all be all, but I felt like, okay, that might be the determiner that this person is a little bit more educated and we should probably give him a little bit more of the responsibilities than this other person. Now, you know what? Maybe that might have been the case. Maybe, yeah. That might have been. But it just to me, it just didn't feel know. like it. Yeah, it, it just didn't feel it. And I've never asked this other person. I still know of this person. I'm not best friends with this person, but I still know this person. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to bring it up. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm never going to bring it up. But it it just didn't feel right. It did make me feel like you said pretty much guilty. But it's something that unfortunately keeps getting repeated over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. We're going back to the third rail. Uh-huh. And <laughs> another thing is. Sometimes, I shouldn't say sometimes, I should say there are still, unfortunately, it's, I think it's usually more with the with older older men who are in charge of certain companies. They want to keep it the way it was when, you know, they first yeah. started the company. The way things have always been. The, right? the way that things have always yeah. been. And I'm not trying to say that we, like, to go back to the Don Draper, like, uh, bad man, yeah. 60s things. Uh-huh. But there are some men who are still in control of their companies yeah. who I'm pretty sure still think of that way in the sense of, nope, I want my CFO to be, you know, this man is in charge or whatnot and, and things like that. And now they'll hire women, mm-hmm. but there are certain positions that they won't necessarily fill that role with the women. Yeah, like they'll hire women for certain positions, <laughs> right. but like, you know, don't touch the other positions. Right. That's a man's job or something. Yeah, because of the factor of I need, and it's almost like it's what you said at the beginning. We need somebody who's a leader. We need somebody who's strong. We need somebody who can make a decision quickly and, and will stick by his guns, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all heard those terms. Yeah, and it always, but- all those terms are always stuck with men. But now when what women women can lead, but they can't lead what to a certain level. Have we? Is that what we've done? We've made know. a level where women can lead up to here, and then everything else has to be a man. Because that's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, it's like a glass ceiling over women. Yeah. In certain sense, I mean, okay, look, I've worked with a lot of strong women, a lot of women that I look up to, and a lot of women that are in positions of power, and I admire them so much. And you look at them, and they are strong. They are leaders. They can make decisions quickly. I I don't know where. Ugh, these ideas of these people, why why they can't change or why they can't adapt to the new and the the, the women's time. And I'm not saying, look, I am trying. I'm a fair. I consider myself to be a fair person. So I'm not saying that I 
I'm not considering that I should be pay, paid more because I'm a woman because it's my time and now I have to be paid more than a man. No, I just want it wouldn't be bad, but I would <laughs> I just want to be and I know this is how a lot of women feel. We want to be treated equal in the workforce. So we want to be paid the same amount if we're doing the same work, you know? I'm not going to argue that if if Joe here does more work than I do and has more experience then okay that's why Joe is getting paid more that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna hope that he is more experienced and that he has a, a higher degree than I do and that he's done tons of other jobs like this and that Joe Joe can deliver and that's why Joe is getting paid more than me that's fine that to me makes sense if Susan is also more experienced and doing more work and has a higher education yes okay Susan also deserves Su- yeah I'm sorry Susan also deserves to get paid more than Yvette but But if I'm doing the same job as someone, the exact same job and have the exact same experience and maybe even like a higher degree or maybe like the same thing and I'm not getting paid the same, that's when that's when it gets tricky. And that's what I think is the problem. I'm not saying that maybe in the experience that you gave, maybe you, you know, I know you you seem to feel a little guilty about it. Maybe there were things about her you didn't know. Maybe she didn't. Um, maybe the work that she turned in, I don't know what, the, what work you guys were doing, but maybe the work that she turned in, you felt that she was doing the same work, but she didn't deliver the same way. Maybe, maybe. And that's why they trusted you more. That's why maybe you were the alpha of the group. But if that's not the case, then yeah, that's wrong. That's not fair. And I and I don't know. Would you ever approach? And you don't. I mean, you know, if you have, whether you did or didn't, you don't have to say. It, but would you ever? Do you see yourself in the future now? Like now that we're talking about this, and now that a lot of women are coming forward, do you ever see yourself? If, if you were in that situation again, do you see yourself and and feeling uncomfortable? Do you see yourself for the third time? Sorry, no, it's you're good. Do you no, see hey, yourself? Hey, um, this, is a, this, is a, this is a tricky subject, and not, not, yeah. this is what we do here. We're, 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 um, we want to have a conversation about it because some of it is ridiculous. Like there shouldn't be a reason yeah. for it, yeah. but there is because in a way it's a, because it's been like that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's been like that. And but what, what I was going to say is, do you see yourself approaching the person in charge and kind of just saying, "Hey, is there a reason why I'm being treated more? Is there a reason why this?" Like, I think questioning it in a way. I think now, yes. Now, yes, because I feel more comfortable in the the work that I do as a professional, uh-huh. especially in this business. Um, when If you were to ask me that in 2011 when I had just graduated my master's, probably no, because I still hadn't gone out to the quote-unquote real world. Uh-huh. But now, so many years later and being experienced and having every job from doing freelancing to, to writing to doing all these other things – I feel more comfortable in my own skin and, and, and especially in this business. So if I did for how I don't know how it would happen, but if I were to notice that I was being treated differently or treated more favorably or getting paid favorably than my colleague and we were in the same position, I would ask, you know, why is this on? Because to me, it's and I know it's a term. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. But also it has to come to a stop at some point. And if we don't speak up, and I say this for men, yes, women, of course, but I think almost like with the whole, with everything with Me Too and all that, yeah. it's also with men. Yeah. We need to step up and say, we, we can't, it's never going to stop unless we do something about it. And yeah. I'm going to he- be here to do something about it. And you've kind of got to think of, your, you don't have to, but I know a lot of people do in a way, you've got to think. You're shaping the future for the you're you're shaping the future for the generations to come, and the generations to come include your own offspring. So that could be your daughter or daughters. That could be their daughters and your granddaughters, and you would want them to be treated like you're being treated, and in, in in the good sense, you know. Yeah, and so. I think back to even uh, sometimes the things like that my mom would teach me, and 
my mom has told me once that she felt like she was getting underpaid for for the jobs that she would do compared to to her male counterparts because for whatever reason now it, could it be a reason also because of the language barrier that could be an element as well my mom speaks english but she's not necessarily you know speaking english like i am and so there could be that factor as well there could be well this person might be lacking this so we give them a little bit less pay now if you're getting the results the language shouldn't necessarily be a factor because mm-hmm. if you want what's done if that person's getting it done then they should be paid they should be compensated for what they're doing not because you know they they speak a little differently but then again i wish i could say that's something of the past mm-hmm. but it's still not yeah and then and we hear about this we hear about the disparity but I think in one of the places that I've heard about the most lately is in Hollywood because, you know, the, these people are they're celebrities and they're more likely to speak out about their their status. And so uh, one of the ones that surprised me the most was I was watching this uh, so China Netflix. What was it? Chelsea, Chelsea Handler's talk show, Chelsea. Yeah. And so one of my favorite episodes and it was just so interesting was she had like a she was like a dinner party and she has like people over and they all talk about different things. And so she had women of Hollywood over. So she had people like Ava DuVernay, Hillary Swank. So just a bunch of people talking about some great things. And so they were talking about all these different subjects and they talked about this gender disparity and so Hillary Swank actually spoke out and said that she found out about a huge disparity in her career. She said so she's an an Academy Award winner. I think a two-time Academy Award winner. She had she did uh, Boys Don't Cry. That was her her breakout film oh, yeah. and yeah, she got an Oscar for that and she said that when she did that she was 24 years old, she made $3,000 on that film. $3,000. I mean, that maybe at that time it was a lot, but it doesn't sound like a lot. No. Anyway, so she made $3,000. She said that she didn't even have enough that's not enough for health insurance that you have to make 5000 for health insurance and so she couldn't have that and she was an academy award winner academy award winner sorry and so then she said that she talked about okay so after her second oscar for million dollar baby great movie by the way that she discovered again this harsh reality she said that she did a couple movies after that and she found out that the male cuz she was the lead the female lead in that movie and the male lead who didn't have any critical success she said that he was just he had been in a movie before where he was quote unquote hot but she was in a two time academy award winner winner and she she got offered $500,000 for that movie when she was the female lead. He got offered 10 million dollars. What? 10 Yeah, so <laughs> not even double what she got offered. She, way more than double. 10 million dollars to her $500,000. That comes out to just 5%. That's just crazy and she and she's a two-time Academy Award winner and like I don't know who decided I don't know who this guy is and I I think she ended up turning the movie down because she found that out or something but who does who said well yeah she, yeah she's a two-time Academy Award winner and she's great she's going to be great in this movie but let's only give her this much no let's give the guy yeah way like wh- you know you know where I think that comes from what? we're 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 hitting the rail again it's because there's an an old I'm not saying it's right but there's an old mentality And I see I think we see it a lot in Hollywood especially in Hollywood sometimes even in music yeah. as well that yeah. women don't sell. Women don't sell that the men will sell whether it's at a movie. So you think it's a marketing se- thing? I think it, there's an element to it with the marketing thing as well because why would so and so get paid more a male actor get paid more than a Way woman? A lot more. of times it's just yeah. because they figure it well we could sell it more because and I'm using this these actors as an example not that they've done anything wrong because we can sell more with Tom Hanks than we could with whoever insert whatever actress here named here and not nothing wrong as Tom Hanks though he has nothing wrong but I'm just using that as an example yeah. because there is an old mentality of we can sell more with and you even see it in music sometimes with they'll have if it's a man and a woman duo 
they'll usually have the man's name first. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll just put the man's names first because it feels like that's that's he's kind of the sell before yeah shooting. he's going to sell and that's the order a quote unquote should be. I'm not saying it's right. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> just, that just all makes me so mad. Um, and, and you know I wonder, our, oh, no, I was going to say you know another place that we see a huge gap in pay amongst the genders is sports. Oh, um, yeah, and last year uh, the U.S. women's soccer team they were uh, battling for equal pay. Because the women's soccer team, if you guys don't know, the U.S. women's soccer team is the best team in the world. And they have won. They won the last World Cup in 2015, Women's World Cup. And they are not getting paid anything close to the U.S. men's national team, who, by the way, did not make the World Cup. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was a Bloomberg piece just last year that talked about this and uh, the lawyer for the U.S. women's team was saying the women have always been doing the same job as the men for the same employer and doing it better. Not at least good, but better. The fact that the men did not make the World Cup just underscores, emphasizes, embodies the point in the sense of that women are doing a much better job at at this, uh, but the pay is nothing is nothing close. Now, women's games have been selling out. The women's national team sells out wherever they go. Okay. The men's team does not. Okay. Why? Because the men's team is not very good. And so So then we, why? Like who so, makes these decisions? And exactly. You know, and you're and exactly right. And then they gave kind of the example of, well, what is the gap? So this this is from the article saying despite the women's success, the women's team gets paid less. In a complaint, the women pointed out that in a formal complaint, I should say, the women pointed out that they can earn a maximum of ninety nine thousand dollars for twenty games. Comparing that to two hundred and sixty-three thousand oh dollars for the men, and this is a team that are the world champions, who are yeah. a much better brand. Right. Who and are they just, train the same. They have the same they amount ha- of games. They have the same amount of of practices and work. And yeah, and they're, and they're not getting it. And, and that's are better. Just, yeah, and that's just the women's team. We see it a lot with other with and yeah, other leagues and sports yeah. as well. And why is this the case? I think part of the element goes to well. We can sell the men, the men's game better. I don't know why. Because you just said that the men's games don't always sell out, but exactly. the women's do. But the mentality is still there that oh no, we have to keep pushing. So are they blind? The men's games. Um, not literally, but uh, but yeah, yeah. And um, you know, there was also a I found it just the other day. It was a USA Today. There was a USA Today piece. It was actually from two years ago, but I saw it the other mm-hmm. day, and I shared it with you, Yvette. And this is about careers oh, yeah. with the biggest gender pay gap. All and of them, but go on. Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, all of them. And some of them were maybe not so surprised. Some were. So the first one was medicine. Oh. So medicine. Yeah. So this study uh, said that uh, men are still earning 7.2% more than women, even adjusting for training, skill level, experience, and all the like. In many cases in the field of medicine, men are earning 7% more. Um, Insurance is another one hmm. as, as well. Mining is another one. Mining, which is one of the arguably the toughest job, one of the toughest jobs uh, in this nation or anywhere. Uh, transportation as well, 6.7%. Media. Now, obviously, we are part of the media. Yeah. And we see this quite a bit. We've seen stories before where we've had former anchors not that, that's come out and say, I, I, I know that or I was told that I earned less than yeah. my colleague. And to me, it, thinks, it makes me think back to 
I'm just kind of using this as an example, but when Matt Lauer was let go by the Today Show, wasn't uh-huh. he making like 27 million, whatever? Yeah. I'm sorry, but I re- and I know he's got a lot of experience in the desk, and I know yeah. experience counts for getting a little bit more pay or whatnot. Uh-huh. But I really doubt that Samantha Guthrie was getting paid anything close to that. Yeah, and agree. she was she's the co-anchor, and she's now the main anchor along with uh, Hoda. Well, think about like Jorge Ramos and Marielena Salinas. Yeah, they have they've they have been in in the business for a long time. They started they both started as anchors. I think they they got on the anchor desk around the same time, if I'm not mistaken. They've been together for a long time. Time or before she, you know, retired. But I'm wondering, right? How much the if if there was a disparity there? Let's be serious. There probably was, but yeah, I wonder how. There probably was because it's not necessarily Jorge Ramos's fault or you know anything else. But I think it might be just a marketing thing because I, I can't help but go back to well, who's going to sell more as the face of Noticiero Univision? I'm just I'm just putting out the question out yeah. there. I'm not saying it's right because I don't agree I with it either. But naturally, I think executives would naturally think, oh, well, it's Jorge because he's out there because we need somebody. What are the code words again? We need somebody strong. We need somebody who's a leader. This we need somebody. Seven, 70th time I've rolled my eyes. <laughs> no. And not because of you. And I can, and I, and I, and I can attest to that. <laughs> yes. uh, sorry, you guys listening. Yes. You guys roll your eyes plenty of times here tonight because it is frustrating. Yeah. And there's no reason for it. But that's that's at least what I think. I think that just using that example, they want somebody strong. They want somebody who could, quote unquote, be a leader. They want somebody who could, quote unquote, be the face of our company. And I'm just using the same example. Okay, but see, in those in those uh, circumstances, this is where there is a face where you are seeing somebody. If that were just if that were if that were the truth, then why does this still exist when there is no face, when there is no selling point, when it's just an everyday in these other jobs that you've mentioned in every other job, there's 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 still a disparity. And there's still not someone selling more than the other person. That's a good question. So it doesn't, it's still, it just doesn't, oh. No, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) But you know what I do wonder? Mm -hmm. This is just me trying to find an answer. Um, But I do wonder, I wonder how often women negotiate a salary compared to men. So I wonder how mm-hmm. how how often women and how how had like and not even just how often but to what extent are women willing to ask? I'm not putting I'm not putting a blame on women at all because at, at all no trust me. But this is just me wondering. I would like to know. I would like to be a fly on the wall in that room or on that phone call when a man is offered a position and he says no, I want more. Or when a woman is offered a position and she's like, yeah, I'll take it. Or no, I want more. And then when they say I want more, I wonder how much more. Like if she's offered a certain amount. How much more is she going to ask for? And how much more is a man going to ask for? I'm just wondering if that has anything to do with any, anything because I uh, I that had that happen to me once. I um, I had a, a very good mentor. I have a very good mentor. Um, she was my old producer. And she told me she, that she gave me some very, very good advice. And I love her for it, Luz. She said, always ask for more. And just in everything in life, always ask for more. What's the worst that could happen? Just know your worth and always ask for more. And so... There was a point at one time where I I was I had never done it before and I was terrified to do it and I didn't know how to do it and so I was trying to look up the best ways ways to do it and I had uh, actually spoken to another friend who had done it for the first time too we were both pretty young and she told me about how she did it and you know what what how she prepared and everything like that and so when it got to the time when I I did it I got a response from the person I asked from and it was an amazing response she said I'm so glad you did this because women don't do this often. Right. And so that was that was encouraging. I mean it was it was a very scary thing to do. And 
that makes me wonder. So, so what's going on in these rooms? Like, are are women not asking for more? Are they just being denied? Because, because, like I said, I'm not putting the blame on women because right. it's not to be on women. But I'm wondering if, if yes, if they're asking, but also the person who's on the receiving and the boss. I wonder how they're taking it. Like who, how, who does she think she is? Or no, or, no, she's crazy. Or if a guy, like if they're, if they're for a man, I should say, if they're thinking the same thing about him, if he asks for five thousand more and she asks for five thousand more, who's well, we, we already know who's likely to get the yes. But I wonder what the thought process behind that is. Does that even make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And what I'm thinking as kind of to try to see what what an answer could be, I'm going to go back to the rail because I think a lot of it has to do with just a sexist mindset in the sense of like just a stereotype of, well, a man is naturally going to be aggressive. So if a CEO hears somebody or just a general manager is interviewing somebody, interviewing a man, and he says, well, I kind of want a little bit more pay. There are some men, I'm not saying all, there are some men in that position that will think, well, that's okay. I, I should probably expect that because this is part of competition and there is a, a mindset that, well, men are more competitive. So this is more natural. Now, go with me this way. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that this is acceptable. I'm just saying that this is that. Whereas if a woman were to ask, well, I kind of want a little bit more pay, well, maybe be a little bit more quote-unquote aggressive – that might not be seen by some men in positions of power as what a woman looking for a job like that does. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's right and it's not the women's fault, but this is me trying to find an answer. That's that's the thing that I can think about is that, well, this isn't very – and I know this is going to sound really bad. This is not my thought, but that's not very ladylike. It's not very ladylike for to be a woman for be aggressive. Oh. And it's not uh, – she rolled her eyes again. Um, but no, it's sad, but it's true. And I think that this is what some men think. Going back to everything from what we talked about, the old boys network, and I want to keep the business the way things are, and I want somebody aggressive. Everything that I said about the third rail, I know those are subjects, but – we need to bring this up because I think talking about what can we do for solutions. Yeah, that's right? fantastic. Yeah. I think we need to just start talking about these third rail things like we're kind of yeah. doing now. Some of it is based on you know, sexist ideas that need to go. Some of it is a little bit, there's part of it there as well, based on racist stereotypes, whether it's for men or for women. Those obviously, every, that needs to go. Everything needs to go. The Old Boys Network, men... If you're in or if you know of that network or if you're involved in that, it is your responsibility to start breaking that apart because we do not need that. We never needed that and we don't need it anymore. Yvette, I, I, that's all I can speak of. I can't speak for all men, but I think those, that's just my idea of what some, some steps. There's, yeah. there's a lot more that can be done yeah, and we could go on agree. about it, but those are just some steps because we need to start breaking it apart. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I think it comes from us. And I think we have to make sure that we are not just saying we want we want things to change and how, you know, we have to keep talking about it. How can we make things change? And then we have to take action. We have to make sure that we are making this world a better place for the next generations to come. And I think women are, you know, at a place now where where we've come a long way. But we've still got a long way to go, and that depends on the rest of society. So hopefully people will take action and respond and 
and make this a better place for everybody. Uh, I want to leave really quick with this uh, one thought. It's something that I saw on Twitter the other day that I thought was so true and hilarious, but so true. It was just a, a screen grab, and it was like it was like a, an application. Somebody was applying for the job, and, and it, you know how you've ever applied, and it says, like, you have to fill in the blanks. And so it was like salary. Yeah. It was a salary box, like desired salary. And it was just a screenshot of the person that had typed uh, the same that you would pay a man for this job. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I think— You know what? I think that needs to one day, like, just be an answer. And I think— an employer needs to take that as as an answer. Absolutely. So and to the point where we're not talking about gender anymore. We're talking about things that we other things that we need to make better. And this is finally solved. So I hope we can get there. Yes. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, please follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at KSL Cafecito and I'm at Evie Cruz. And I'm at Shred Cardenas. And on Facebook, we're KSL Cafecito. Don't forget to download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Chaos on News Radio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and probably some other ones. So. Radio Public, Auto Radio. Yeah, we're just uh, we're continuing growing. And thank you, Yvette, for this conversation. I wanted yes, to say likewise. thank you. And, um, let's keep I doing hope, this. Yeah, let's keep doing this. And also, we want to hear from you. So, as Yvette said, let us know. And because um, this is this is going to take a while. Let's yeah. be honest. This is going to take a while. A while but you know what? We're smart enough, and we're going to be able to do this. Sometimes the conversation is going to be a little uncomfortable, but you know what? That's how progress is made. You have to have those those conversations. Preach.